It's the boy, Bubba, let's come in through Ella Clutch, flawless, can't be touched It's your boy, Bubba, let's Yeah, I need that hot take I need the truth and everything that is not fake So tell me who's the GOAT, I'll tell you who's not great And which team always make you go right way Yeah, hold on Welcome back to another episode of the Bubba Lutz Sports Podcast, everybody I am your host, Bubba Lutz And I'm bringing you episode 116 of the podcast Where we are going to talk about a very special topic It's been on my mind all week long Since I've been sick, since I almost died and the, all the, the criticism, all the, the speculation, everyone talking about this specific topic on why Dak Prescott has declined his contract extension with the Dallas Cowboys that he was offered just a few days ago, and just the topic alone of why he deserves big money. Now, before we get into that, thank you for watching on YouTube. We are at 57 subscribers. Our next goal is 75. So if you're watching this and you're not subscribed already, go ahead and press that subscribe button and hit the bell for alerts and notifications when we do episodes like this or we do live streams like we did just a couple days ago for the UFC 248 pay-per-view. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, great news. We have surpassed 400 listens on the podcast and that that's just great. I mean, we're we're less than a year in, and 400 listens is a phenomenal um, milestone, and we're just gonna keep on going. So thank you for listening. Go ahead and follow the podcast, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, and that way I can give you a shout out on the next episode. So let's get it right, right into it, shall we? Okay. Why Dak Prescott declined the contract? There's a few reasons why I'm gonna talk about um, why he declined it. The Let's just first talk about what that contract was gonna be. You know, I have the details right here, so if I'm, I'm looking at right over here, don't be alarmed. I'm just gonna be looking at my notes, okay? So, contract details it was reported that the contract was going to be for $33 million a year. Now, when we take a look at while he declined the, the contract, and the franchise tag deadline being just this Thursday, coming up really quickly for that deadline, it's actually the same amount as the franchise tag that Dak Prescott would get if he didn't go with a contract long term. So if he just did not decide on doing a contract, he wanted to play out through that franchise tag, he'd be getting $33 million this season, which is a lot of money for a franchise tag, and that's really hurtful for the Dallas Cowboys this season. So along with the $33 million a year, we don't know the exact amount of years that it was decided on for the, the rumored contract. You're guessing that the Cowboys are looking for a long-term contract, probably four to five years at least, because they want a franchise quarterback for that amount of time. That way they can spread apart the amount of, of dollars per year so that $33 million a year doesn't become a two or three a year contract that means more money to Dak Prescott. They want to stretch this out as much as possible, give themselves enough cap space to get Amari Cooper, to, to sign some other guys that are going to be free agents this year, which they have a lot of this upcoming offseason. Most importantly, the one that stands out the most to a lot of people is the guaranteed money. We talk about how the NFL is really strict on guaranteed money. We've seen Kirk Cousins, we've seen Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, who I'll get into in just a little bit, 
how they got guaranteed money, and that's a lot of their contract. So $105 million guaranteed was speculated for Dak's contract, and he declined it. Now, the first reason why he declined it, and I think it has a lot to do with that guaranteed money, is because of Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. Goff, look at his contracts. Just signed this in 2019. You know, he's already two years in. He signed until 2024. His contract was $134 million for four years, but 110 of that was guaranteed more than Dak Prescott's would have been. Carson Wentz, who is in the same division, NFC East, and has been beaten by Dak Prescott many times. Head-to-head, Dak Prescott is winning those matchups. Wentz's contract is $128 million, 107 of that guaranteed. So $2 million more than Dak Prescott. Here's the argument for Dak Prescott and his agent. When we're looking at the quarterbacks around the league, now the market for the quarterbacks is awful. I mean, it's broken. No quarterback should be making this amount of money. But with the way that the NFL is going, and we'll get into more of the CBA as well, this is only going to domino effect into more and more high-octane contracts, high-dollar contracts. We're not even talking the best of the best in quarterbacks. These are guys that are good, solid foundation, solid future guys, but they are not the best in the NFL when it comes to that position. You're talking about guys like, like Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Guys like that deserve the big money. They are the top tier in the NFL as far as quarterbacks go. Yet they're still on a, on a contract that's not giving them that same amount of money compared to the, the amount of performance that they have on the field. In the end, though, the way that this is going, this is only going to lead into Russell Wilson getting even more guaranteed money. He's getting more money in a long-term contract than any other quarterback around the league. And that goes for Aaron Rodgers as well. That goes for every other quarterback. Like When we get to the point of Patrick Mahomes having to have a contract extension or being a free agent, whether it's the Chiefs, whether it's any other team in the league, they are going to pay a lot of freaking money for that one person. And this is only the beginning of that. So for people that are saying, oh, that's too much money for a quarterback, that's too much money for Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott doesn't deserve that money. When we look at the contract so far, as far as Wentz, Goff, you can even go back to like Matt Ryan, all those other guys, do they really deserve the money so far? No. But when we base it on the last few seasons, let's base it off the last two seasons. Jared Goff went to the Super Bowl, did not win, did not perform. And really, he had a solid team around him. It's the Eli Manning effect. You know, you have a, a good quarterback, but your running game really got it going, and that defense really got them pretty far into the playoffs, got them that far into the Super Bowl. They were one drive. They were two drives away from winning that thing. I don't think Jared Goff was the reason why they would have won that. So Goff, since then... Even last year, fell off tremendously. Did not play at the same tier as he was like after Jeff Fisher left when he had Sean McVay for the first time in his first season. He did not play up to that caliber. And you can say that for the rest of the Rams team. That defense was stacked with all these different pro bowlers. They had Todd Gurley still, but he didn't look like the former himself. He still had great weapons around him. They got injured, but even when they were back, you didn't see that same Rams team come back and play at the form that they did the, the previous year. So, Goff has not performed to that contract. Carson Wentz. He went out that one year with his injury. They won the Super Bowl. Ever since he's came, he came back, it's been, is he the right guy? Is he a leader? And I like Carson Wentz. I think he's a great quarterback. And he puts up solid numbers. 
yet that whole team underperformed this past season. And Carson Wentz had a rough beginning of the season, really came into his form later on, yet is he really worth 107 guaranteed? Is he really worth $128 million? So far, no. And the injuries are stacking up for Carson Wentz. He's had the back injuries, the knee surgeries. That is a concern. you got to be concerned about a guy like that that plays a certain way like a Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes that likes to run around, is not a pocket passer himself, yet he's banged up. He's been through some surgeries, especially the MCL and ACL, like just blowing out his knee in that one game um, going for that touchdown. Ever since then, he's had to change up his game. Let's see how far that gets him. Yet, what makes Carson Wentz such a great quarterback, he's so mobile, and that's what you see a lot of in the NFL today. For a guy that has that many injuries already so far, that's concerning. So to give him a big contract like that, kind of hesitant to really look at it and say, is it really worth it? But when we're focusing on Dak, what I'm seeing in the last two seasons is growth. I'm seeing a better quarterback every single day, every single week, going onto that field. When we talk about Carson Wentz versus Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott wins most of those games. It's, it's not just a quarterback battle. It's a team battle. It's the Eagles versus the Cowboys. Numbers-wise, you, you can put them all across. You can put Dak, Wentz, and Goff. Put them in completion percentage, QBR rating, touchdowns, interceptions, anything as far as stats go that means something to a quarterback. And every single Every single one of those stats goes in favor of Dak Prescott. Every single one of them in the last few years. Ever since they got drafted. Even the, the big year that Jared Goff have had with uh, Sean McVay. Even when Carson Wentz wasn't injured prior to that, that knee injury. Through all of that, you still have Dak Prescott being a better quarterback. And especially this past season. And that's where we get into reason two is this past season's performance by Dak Prescott. He was top five in almost every category. Imaginable. QBR rating, completion percentage. He was the most accurate quarterback. He threw the ball deep more this season than he did in all of his career. You know, under John Kitna and Kellen Moore, he thrived under that pressure, under pressure, being mobile, using his legs. He stayed composed, and he was durable. Those last few games where he injured his shoulder... And the last game to really um, decide whether or not the Cowboys were going to make the playoffs. That man was banged up with a, a finger injury, with a shoulder injury, a wrist injury. And I'm not going to make excuses for Dak Prescott because no quarterback or no team should have excuses as why they lose football games if they're a better football team. The Cowboys are a better football team than the Eagles, but they didn't play like that in the last week uh, of the season. And it didn't matter at that point. It really didn't. So... Even though with that injury, Dak Prescott has been known for being a durable quarterback ever since he got into the league. He's not had big injuries like Carson Wentz has. He has been reliable on and off the field as being a leader, as being a quarterback on the field. The man can do it all. He's just not at the elite level that most people want him to be at. And that's just not what Dak Prescott is going to be. He is great at everything. He is not... Perfect at everything. He's working to be a better quarterback. This man was drafted in the fourth round from Mississippi State. You're not getting a perfect quarterback out of Mississippi State in the fourth round. You're just not doing that. There's, there's only a certain amount of quarterbacks 
every century, every millennium, like a Tom Brady, like a Payne Manning, Patrick Mahomes. It's not an everyday thing that you just find a quarterback and you say, that guy's going to win me Super Bowls. It takes time. Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, they're not going to win you Super Bowls just by being them. They need to work for it. And that's what Dak Prescott is. But the growth and the incline that you saw in this past season with him was at an MVP level. He was up there in the MVP race with Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, with Russell Wilson. He's not going to be the MVP but he's playing at a great level. He's right there with those guys. So for people to bash on him and say he's not a franchise quarterback, he's not worth the money, he's not even he's not even worth it to be the franchise quarterback or starting quarterback for the, the Dallas Cowboys, that is ridiculous. That That is not a solid argument because when you look at the stats, when you look at everything that molds Dak Prescott into the quarterback for the Cowboys, it fits. He is a perfect example of what the Cowboys want at their quarterback position. Look at the greats, Roger Staubach, Tony Romo, Troy Aikman. These guys weren't the greatest athletes. They weren't the greatest quarterbacks. But they represented the organization well off the field. He is a great leader. Everybody loves him in the locker room. And when he has to show up on the field, he shows up. You give me some examples of him not showing up, I'll give you examples of the whole team not performing at a high level. Look at the Jets game. From this past season, the most, like the most embarrassing loss for the Cowboys this past season. Who was the reason why they stayed in that football game? That brought them back into the football game. It was Dak Prescott. The man had to deal with the most dropped passes by receivers in the NFL. He dealt with a lot of injuries to his receivers. Their offensive coordinator, their offensive mindset was through Jason Garrett. The man took off. Amari Cooper in the most important drive of their season on a fourth down. And he is your best wide receiver. You can't blame everything on Dak Prescott when the whole team is not performing. When your coaching staff is abysmal. When you have the worst coach in the NFL in Jason Garrett, I can get by with Dak Prescott not winning every single football game and making every single pass. But when he had to make those throws... I was impressed more often than not in Dak Prescott making those throws. So the argument is, is he better than Jared Goff as a quarterback? Yes. Is he better than Carson Wentz as a quarterback right now? I think Wentz is more talented as a quarterback, but head-to-head and stat-wise, Dak Prescott is winning those stats. He is winning those arguments. So for Dak Prescott to be disrespected that way, to say, oh, we're going to give you $105 million guaranteed, forget that Goff and Wentz are making more than you. Just just take the contract that we're offering you right now. It's BS. That Dak Prescott should not have to deal with this. Whether it was at the beginning of the season where those talks started. You know, the first two games, first three games, where Jerry Jones, the Cowboys, were talking with Dak Prescott about getting that long-term extension done earlier in the season. That way they can take care of it. The argument was still that Wentz and Goff are making more guarantee than, than Dak Prescott would be with the speculation of the rumors for the, for the contract details. Even then, he deserved more money. He deserved more guaranteed at that point. And with the performance that he had this past season, now the argument is actually more in favor of Dak Prescott and saying, well, you didn't give me a contract extension early in the season because you didn't think I earned it enough. You wanted to see me earn it. I earned it. I, I was in the talk for MVPs because I was keeping this, this team afloat. The only reason why we were in those games against the Saints, against the Packers, against the Jets, 
and all those different games that the defense gave up a lot of points, our running game was nowhere to be seen, and you didn't know how to coach an offense, I was the reason why we were still on the field on those third down conversions. While we were driving down the field, and you gave me bad plays I couldn't execute. I can only do so much as a quarterback to make my throws, and I did those things. And when you didn't believe in me and giving me a long-term contract, even with everything around me being terrible, I still performed at a high level. We didn't make the playoffs, but that's not on me. That was not on Dak Prescott. I will go to my grave about that. Dak Prescott was the one positive that came out of last season for the Dallas Cowboys. He is the, the, the root. He is the foundation of what makes the Cowboys a great team for the next few years or for the next five, ten years. He is the reason why. And he deserved the money then. He deserves the money now. And now he deserves even more money because he had to prove it, and he did. And anyone that says otherwise, meet me on the streets. Reason number three and the most important reason why Dak Prescott declined the contract, and we'll end it with this one right here, is the fact that the new CBA proposal is going to be voted on later on this week. Very soon it's going to be done. And with people that don't know exactly what the CBA does and the proposal with the, the players and the NFL in general, what it means, there's so many things, so many rule changes, there's changes being made as far as the season goes, they're looking at a 17-game season, they're looking at different things that will impact not only the NFL but the players, and that's why the players are going to vote on this. The things that focus on Dak Prescott's contract and what we should focus on for the proposal is this is going to be more this is going to mean more games for the NFL season. So 16 to 17, two more teams added to the playoff scenario. What does that mean? It means more money for for the NFL, it means more money for the players. So you have more TV time. You have more games being played throughout the season and you have more teams being add, added to the season. So that means you're an extension to the NFL season in general. With reports that are saying that once they go to a 17-game season, that means over $150 million more million will go into the pockets of the NFL. That means that more percentage of that revenue will be granted to the players. So minimum salary, veteran salaries, guys that are not making big money will now have more money, which is great. You know, guys that aren't making millions of dollars, they're making maybe half a mil or just over a million dollars will now gain probably 50% more, 100% more. That's great. That's awesome. When it comes to those big contracts too, that's what Dak Prescott and his agent are focusing on. With that more money being played onto the table for the NFL and the players, well, we get back to the point of he wants a shorter contract. Kirk Cousins mastered the fact that with a three-year contract and all of that money, $84 million guaranteed, he can go back into free agency in a year or two and say, well, now I can even make more money, now with the CBA making more money, now with the NFL making more money. So if you have Dak Prescott only going for a two to three year contract, and he's making $33 million a year, he has a lot of that guaranteed, well, guess what? He gets his money now, but he also, in two or three years, once he's a free agent again, if he wants to stay with the Cowboys or if he wants to go somewhere else, someone's going to offer him even more money, even more guaranteed. And if the Cowboys need to pay up again, they need to pay up again. That's why they favor a longer-term contract right now. They want a five-year deal for $33 million a year, 105 of that guaranteed because, well, a lot of that is guaranteed, but at least in four 
years, three or four years, we're not still struggling to find free agency. We're not struggling to pay other players around us because we got that taken care of in the past. But with a two to three year contract for Dak, they're going to have to revisit this and we're going to have to go through the whole thing all over again. But now there's even more money on the table. Now that 105 million guaranteed becomes 120 million guaranteed. And that's when the market's just going to blow up. That's when the market for the quarterbacks will reach Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. And we're talking horrible amounts of money that the NFL will have to give up and these organizations have to give up for their quarterbacks for just one player. With Dak, he wants a shorter contract. He wants more money later on. That's why the, the Cowboys are just struggling to want to get this done as much as possible and why they're really going to have to ultimately go for that franchise tag and have to talk about this longer than in the next few days. Um, it's, it's a good thing for Dak Prescott and his agent. This is good things for the players because you want them to have more guaranteed money. The, the transition for like the, the Major League Baseball, for the NBA, these guys are focusing more on the guaranteed money because their careers aren't guaranteed. They, they want to get their money now, and they're set for life. They don't want to worry about injuries. I want to worry about having, uh, not having a job in a year or two. You know, it's, it's sports. It just happens, especially in baseball, where you can be on the starting lineup one day, and then you're back to the minors the next one. Guaranteed money is very important. That's why you're seeing these big contracts going out like it's nothing. For like guys like Mike Trout, for Aaron Judge, it's going to continue and it's only going to get better in a sense for players. And the NFL is really struggling to get a hold of that. They don't want to give up that guaranteed money every single time. But that's where the market's going. So for, for a quarterback, for players like this, like Dak Prescott, who has proven himself in his last few years, but it's a it's a grueling position. Guaranteed money is very important. And he's taking advantage of where the position is right now. The Cowboys should have taken care of this prior to the season. They should have taken care of this in those first few games where they probably could have given him the same amount of contract details, like $33 million a year, the same amount guaranteed, probably a little bit more just to, to save the argument of the Wentz and Goff um, argument. But... Probably, it, it would have been a, a better chance for Dak to gain that contract or sign that contract back then than it would be right now. But now with the new proposal for the CBA with more money, being more control for the players, this is even better for Dak Prescott. And now it's a tough spot for the Cowboys to be in. Ultimately, if you're asking me, is, is Dak Prescott worth $40 million? I'm going to say no. That's not based on his play. That's not based on Dak Prescott himself. That is based on I hate the market. No quarterback should be making that much money. I mean, it's ridiculous. Wentz, Goff, these guys should not be making that much money. The only people that should be making that much money is guys like Patrick Mahomes, like Russell Wilson, that are the top elite quarterbacks in the league. That's why you see Tom Brady like want to get more money, but that's what made Tom Brady such a great quarterback for 20 years and still is a great quarterback today, is he recognized that he won't succeed individually if he's taking all the money from the organization. If he's taking every little bit of money that he can, then he won't have receivers. He's not going to have a defense. He's not going to have anyone around him. So he took less money to get guys like Gronk, get guys like Edelman, to keep them in New England. 
No quarterback has really done that as well as Tom Brady. And no one really will do that probably anymore. With the amount of money that's being spewed out for these quarterbacks, it's been effective for Wentz and Goff that they've taken so much money that it's made hard for their weapons to be around him. You know, Carson Wentz needs receivers. How are you going to pay Alshon Jeffrey? How are you going to pay Nelson Aguilar? Or how are you going to bring a top-tier wide receiver to Philadelphia if you have no money because you took all of it? That, that's, that's just the bad market. That's, that's where the NFL is broken. That's where the quarterbacks are broken. Is that a guy like Dak Prescott, and I hope that he recognizes this, is that, yes, get your money, but you don't need to, to, to salivate every little bit of it from the Cowboys because you think you deserve it. Recognize that they still got to pay Amari Cooper. They still got to pay Randall Cobb in a year. They still got to pay Michael Gallup in a year or two when he gets his contract up. And you got to pay the defense because that's one of the most important parts of why the Dallas Cowboys are successful is they are stacked up on defense and they have a great mind now in Mike Nolan on defense. But you need a secondary. You, you need some guys to come in. If you want to re-sign Robert Quinn, money is very important for the Dallas Cowboys right now. And they have a lot of salary to work with, but that can go away very much so with Dak Prescott getting a new contract and a high high paying contract. So does he deserve $40 million? No. Do I think he's going to get something close to that? Yes, because it's the market. It's what Dak Prescott deserves because of what Goff and Wentz got. And it's only going to get higher from here now with the CBA. So we're going to get very close to that number. They got to sign him. The, the people that are thinking that they're just going to go away with Dak Prescott and they're going to go with someone new, they're going to get someone in the draft. I call bullshit. I mean, that is ridiculous to think. Dak Prescott is the franchise quarterback. He is the guy. And we're in the same argument as far as, I mean, it, it was the same argument that, that we made when like the, dra the trade deadline was coming up with Jamal Adams or any of those big-name safeties, is that, yes, you have, to, you have to give up a lot. And the same argument for Mark Cooper just a few years ago is that, yes, you're giving up a good amount. You know, draft picks, you're giving up money, you're giving up a lot. But has it been worth it? The Amari Cooper trade has been worth it. That first season when he was there, the first full season, it was worth it to give up that first-round draft pick. They didn't go for the first-round draft pick or two round or second-round draft picks for Jamal Adams. And they suffered, really, in the secondary because of that. They gave up a lot of money for Zeke. Was it worth it? Who knows? We're a year in, and it's not been worth it. But sometimes you need to bite the bullet. It's it's just the market. It's it's broken. It really is. No running back should should get the money that Zeke got, especially for the amount of play, because we've seen other teams really flourish in the NFL with not really a, a high elite running back. Look at Sony Michelle. Look at um, look at last year in, in the Super Bowl. Like like Damian Williams. Um, you have. Uh, Raheem Mostert, you have, you have guys that aren't big names, yet they're playing at the elite level and they perform. So no running back should have to be paid that much. Todd Gurley's been paid too much money, and he hasn't performed. Same thing with the quarterbacks. It's just what has to happen. It's just what the NFL is right now. So you have to pay your quarterbacks. You have to pay your running backs. You have to pay your, your superstar positions. And no matter how high it is, that's just what's going to happen. Otherwise, someone else is going to pay him. 
someone else is going to pay him that same amount of money that you wouldn't want to pay him, and then you have to start from square one. You're not going to find another Dak Prescott in the in the draft this year. You're not going to have the opportunity to get Joe Burrow or a Tua this season. And it's not even guaranteed that those guys will flourish in the NFL. You have a guy that has been established for years now. Pay the man. Pay him. But good on Dak. It's, it's all on Dak and his agent. Recognizing that this is a perfect opportunity to get the most amount of money. It's going to hurt the Cowboys, but... All in all, this is the like the whole episode is called "Why Dak Prescott Declined It," not because why this is great for the Cowboys, why this is great for Dak. I think this is stupid. I think that just in general contract talks like this, this big, are unnecessary. I I, I want a guy. We all want a guy that wants to take a pay cut, and and flourish around his other team, or flourish around his team. You want stacked guys. And a, a volume of guys rather than just one guy that gets paid all of it. We all want that in the NFL. All of our teams, like, we want that to happen. Yet we're not going to get it because that's just how it is in sports. Guys want guaranteed money. Guys want to play for money. They don't play for the sport. They don't play for the love of the game. Sometimes that's just the case. I know Dak Prescott loves football. I know he loves the Cowboys. It's just his agent and himself saying, look, this is the market. Like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get big money. That's what I deserve. So those are going to be the reasons why Dak Prescott declined his contract extension and my thoughts on it in general. So um, we're going to come back later on this week um, with more talk on the Dallas Cowboys. My thoughts on Des Bryant or Jason Wynn coming back for the Dallas Cowboys. And we'll talk a lot more about sports in general. We're going to have some stream highlights come up. Uh, and then the quiz that we did for Bobby on the UFC later on this week as well. So a lot of great content coming out on YouTube and um, some more podcasts like this coming out later on this week. I know it's been like a week and a half, two weeks really since we've done an actual podcast rather than some videos. But um, we're just going to continue the grind and I appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate you guys watching the podcast and watching the channel. So keep supporting us. We're, we're going to keep grinding. And we'll see you next time on the Bubble Up Sports Podcast. If it been a better draft pick And do you cuss when your team get they ass kicked Now do you keep it classy or you keep it ratchet For the man with the magic Now who is he? It's the boy Bubba Lutz Coming through hella clutch Flawless can't be touched It's a boy Bubba Lutz Yeah, I need that hot take I need the truth and everything that is not fake So tell me who's the goal, I'll tell you who's not great And which team always make you go right way